0: This is killing the business wrestling podcast, and we are on the air. Happy St. Packers Day for those who are celebrating today. We aren't wearing green, but we are most definitely smoking it. The man, Charles, is, is your host, is the king of the north, Sick Vic. And if you didn't know, now you know. Mad Mex is with me. He'll be doing some shows as my co-pilot. How are you doing today, sir? All right, sir. What's blazing? What's blazing? Nothing man, nothing's blazing at all these days. I'm supposed to have someone on. Did not did not get back to me, so it's just you and I, my friend. That's cool. There's a lot going on these days that we can definitely tackle. And I know you have a couple crazy stories you can all share with us.
1: <laughs> oh man. Stories ain't they're not stories, it's life. It's reality for me. (laughs) It's not stories. It's reality. It's life. What I went through.
0: Uh, Just. Have you ever thought to yourself, you know, I'm lucky to be alive.
1: Definitely. Every day. Every day, brother. Every single fucking day.
0: (laughs) So I want. So I know you won't hold back when I ask you this. You have you heard the recent cuts in the WWE? Then, yes,
1: yes, I've seen that. I think it was Shayna Blazer. Uh, trying to think who else there was a few. Uh, Shelton Benjamin, yeah, uh, Sheldon Pacific Benjamin
0: Alexander and yeah. Elias, Eli- Elias,
1: and someone else, Aaliyah. yeah, and. That totally freaked me out, man. Because that's that's almost, oh, I'd say at least over a hundred people that they got rid of. Yeah. Because that first that first one, oh my God, that was at least twenty five to thirty people individuals on it, and yeah.
0: they were gone. And they just signed a bunch of new people for the performance center. Hmm. So yeah and this year's wrestlemania which i refuse to watch now is right already is like I, I don't get it i just do not get i do not get it i mean first of all do you think cody actually signed with wwe or do you think there's a issue holding it up because i'm hearing stories from both sides
1: that's the same here i hear from both sides you know i'm like you know i got to find out what's going on you know why is this happening why is that happening or you know, why haven't i seen this person you know or why why are they giving this person push uh, for this guy and not this one you know i mean like oh uh, uh, who was it uh well it was years before they let him go uh uh Woo, woo, woo! Zach Ryder, Ryder. He was getting a push. Ended up getting the United States title. Yeah, he was. He was going. He was going and stepping up, stepping up, stepping up, and then out of the blue, bam, back down. And yeah. boom, he was gone.
0: And they gave him the Intercontinental Championship for like a
1: day. Damn, mm-hmm. a mockery. It just, what I don't understand, I think I may have told you about this before, but what I don't understand is why on earth are all these organizations, companies, all these companies are starting their matches, their opening card match with a world title shot, you know, or title match. When it should be the main,
0: because you have, they have two world titles.
1: But I mean, it it don't make sense to me. You can make one main and one semi-main, not opening card right off the, not a curtain jerker right off the bat. Another promotion
0: has done that before.
1: And they're doing yeah, and
0: they're, and they're that was WCW when they had the the gold belt. Or the like the international gold belt and Mm -hmm. the world title and they would make it sound like or the WCW title and like the gold belt or whatever
1: and just clashed. It just it just dunfounds me, man. I mean, it just I mean, you know, what the hell is going on? Because he's like like I said, I'm old school. I talked, you know, I talked to Harley Race. When, he, when I ran into him and he would always tell me, you know, you know about old school, obviously, you know how we are. You never put a title on an opening card match. Never.
0: I got something better. I got something on top that The champion always comes out second. Right. The challenger and then the champion. Uh, even the Rocky movies, even the regular boxing movies, it's the champion second. Right. And here you are, you have not only at the world title match your first match, but you have Roman Reigns, the champion, coming
1: out first. I couldn't believe that. Honestly, when he came out first on an opening card match, mind you. I was like, He's gonna lose it. He's gonna lose it. And I was stunned. I, I about pissed my pants because I was shocked that he actually they actually let him keep the title. I was I was just dumbfounded because I thought for sure with him opening up, coming out first. Yeah. On a world title shot. Him, the champion, walking out the very first in the individual. I'm like, oh, my God, man. What the hell is going on?
0: That would not fly in Japan. Japan no. would not fly at all.
1: Antonio Anoki would not let that happen. Absolutely not. No. But this is Vince McMahon. He
0: right. can do whatever he wants.
1: Right. But I mean, it just blew me away on that. But uh, I mean, I was watching uh earlier. I was watching some uh, AEW Revolution, mm-hmm. and I seen uh uh, what's that one girl's name? The Space Girl. That whoop, oh. Uh, Christina like Stratton. that stat, stat maker or whatever her name is. Yeah. And she went up against uh a woman uh, that one short and stout one, uh Laura yeah, about Crusher.
0: yeah
1: Laura Crusher. That woman I see making it big time. I really do because she she takes a beating, man, because uh those two went at it. And they they literally beat the living shit out of each other.
0: Speaking about being this do you watch uh Dynamite last night? Thunder rose No, right no I
1: didn't get to. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, watch it. Well, That's what I'm almost say if you want to see beating the shit out of each other, you now, gotta
1: watch it. I I know uh CM Punk and uh, MJF. I think it was a dog collar match.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm surprised those guys were still able to do what they were doing. They were so much blood being lost out of both of them. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. Dude, that was,
0: I gave that like a four and a half stars.
1: Definitely. Same here. Definitely. It was, I mean, me being the hardcore midget wrestler, that's what I, I, I did. I, if I didn't bleed, if I didn't see it running off my face, I tell them, do it again. They're like, no, Max. I said, do it again. So they'll grab a beer bottle and bust it. And they'll come at me and stick it in my head. And I'll grab it. And I'll they're like, they're trying to hold it away from me. And I'm grabbing it and I'm shoving it in my head to make sure, you know, it's getting me, making sure I bleed right. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> there's, there was times where my wife lost count after 12 pieces of beer bottles she had to pull out of my head. <laughs> and the last one, I was scratching my head and uh, taking the scab off. And it usually heals like a week, the most a week it's already over. Well, this has been going on for like three weeks and I, man, it's still getting scabbed on it. I don't understand. And then all of a sudden, I, I moved my finger and I, I poked myself. I'm like, what the heck? And I was bleeding out of my finger. And I told my wife, I said, babe, check this out up in here. She grabs my hair and separates it and all. She's like, pop, hits me on the, right in the same spot. I'm like, oh, she goes, When was the last time you did beer bottles? I said, uh, I think about three weeks ago. She goes, It's been a month since the last time you did beer bottles. I know. She goes, Let me check it again. Yeah, it was a beer bottle glass. It was, uh, she had to get a pair of needle nose pliers. And then she had to pop it with her hands like a pimple. So when it came out, it was just like, and it, it made her sick, And she had to grab it with the needle nose pliers and pull them out. It was about, Oh, I'd say about that long. a, a sliver of glass that was in there.
0: Yeah.
1: But. Eesh. You know, like I said, I, I want to shave my head so bad, but my wife won't let me. Why? My mom, my mom on her, uh, my mom's last request told my wife, she goes, you know, whatever you do, don't let Michael cut his hair. And my wife was, well, mom, that's what he's wanting to do. She goes, do not let him shave his head. Goes, well, that's what he's wanting to do. Why not? She goes, no. She goes, I forbid him to shave his head because he's been wrestling for going on 30 years. And my wife's like, yeah. She goes, he has done hardcore for almost twenty years. And she goes, right. She goes, I know for a fact. If he shaved his head, his head would look like a road atlas on the out of on the top of his head but from all the scars being busted open and. Well, Getting beer bottles smashed up inside his head.
0: See, I have an easy solution. Easy solution. You you have some connects with the promotion you work at, right? Yes, sir. You know, you cannot shave your head. But if someone else shaves your head. <laughs> My wife already jumped me on that. It's like, like a hair versus hair. It's like I'm supposed to win. Be like last second change.
1: I had nothing to do with it well see I did one because my hair used to be down to the bottom to to the bottom of my ass Uh and I just got tired of it because I would sleep and it would wrap around my neck and I you know I was thinking my wife was putting it around me and choking me and all but (laughs) she was asleep so I just got tired of it one night and I told the the promoter, I was like, man, I want to get rid of my hair. He goes, Wanna do a hair match? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, okay. He goes, I'm gonna put you up against Mr. E. I said, all right. So they got a pair of long, long ass shearing scissors. And I had my hair braided. I had it all braided up and everything. And we went at it. And he just knocked the living hell out of me with a steel chair and laid me out. And he jumped out of the ring and he pulled out a pair of those scissors. And everybody's like, no, he got back in the ring and he looked around. He grabbed my hair, my ponytail. And they're like, I mean, my wife even told me there were kids crying when he started cutting my hair. And I mean, I just couldn't believe it that people were doing, you know, saying that, you know, they were crying and all, and we went to Walmart, I think like two days later. And one of the cashiers, like, just want to let you know, Max. I'm like, yes, ma'am. She goes, you had my daughters crying. I'm like, what? She goes, yes, you had my daughters crying. They came home and, from the show, and they're crying. They did it, mom. They did it. What? What? What happened? They cut Mex's hair off. Oh. And she goes, They cried for about another hour when they got home because of that. I'm like, Tell them I'm sorry. I said, I'm so sorry for that. I said, But let them know my hair will grow back. We'll- And She goes okay But I I just I couldn't believe it you know that Down here in Kentucky We We have the store The doors open at five o'clock Or six o'clock in the evening Or no it's five o'clock in the evening Doors open Start the show at six There are people Standing there is a hundred If not a hundred and 125, 150 people standing in line at 10 o'clock in the morning. Wow. And I mean, the parking lot's full. You know, I mean, there's people they, they're there for so long, they started bringing their own chairs. <laughs> and I mean, it's, you know, they love it out here. Oh, Yeah. They live and breathe it. They live and breathe it out here.
0: There's, you know, wrestling to a lot of people is their escape these days, especially when you, right? So you know what's what else is there to watch? Like what's going on in Russia? Right.
1: I mean, that's like you know when I retired and when I got told doctors told me no more, you can't do it no more. They go honestly, we're surprised how you can function with society nowadays, honestly. And I'm like, what? And then he told me what all was going on with me. And I'm like, oh, my God. I said, well, one, one question, Doc. And they like, yeah. I said, can I still wrestle? No. I even offered the doctor $100. Told me no. And I went to tell the promoter, here in Kentucky, with the group that I'm with. It's a World Wrestling Alliance. And uh, I told him, I said, man, I'm done. And the promoter and his brother, the co-owner, they both looked at me and they looked at each other and they started laughing. I'm like, Max, you've been telling us that since the year 2000. Mm-hmm. And that's when my wife was there and she goes, no. Doctor's orders. And my they are both were like, What's going on? What happened? And then I explained to them what all was going on with me and everything. And they're like, We're not gonna let you retire. And I, I was like, what? And you know, my wife's like, excuse me, she was we already pulling oh you <laughs> she was pulling out the ear, pulling out the earrings, ready to go nuts, man. And- They're like, listen, we know how much this business means to you. We know how much knowledge you got. Why don't you become a manager? Dude, it's not the same. Like, give it a try. So... January the first January the first Saturday on January is when I came out of retirement and started managing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And dude, I, I I I can't get enough of it.
0: Yeah.
1: I I live and breathe it. You know. So I'm. I mean, I'm still in wrestling, but I'm not wrestling, you know, I'm still yeah. I just well, do I don't want to want
0: be life?
1: I don't want to be one of those guys, one of those old guys that are scratching and pulling and tugging, you know, hey, I'm still here. You know, I'm I'm a I'm a wrestler. I'm still here, you know, hey, hey, you know, I don't want to be that. I know there's a lot of us out here that are that way. I I just don't want to be it. You know, managing is one thing wrestling is a totally different, you know, category. And uh, I'm like, man, but, you know, i still go out with my boys out there to the ring and the fans still want to high five me. So, I mean, I'd still do it. You know, I I love the fans. You know, I, I do, you know, when I was wrestling, people... If I could change people, then I know I've done something right. Because every time I've done a show with, you know, half pipe brawlers, uh, extreme midget wrestling, micro wrestling federation, micro, you know, wrestling and midgets, midgets with attitudes, all those rat midget wrestling organizations that I've worked for, I go out, and they're hating me. People are booing me left and right. And what I go through, you know, what I put my body through and everything, I go in the back, change my clothes, I come back out, I do pictures, I do autographs. And I got, I, I have at least one person at the show that comes up and says, Mex, I want to shake your hand. i seen what you put your body through what you go through every single show and you do that every night. I said, yeah. And they're like, I want to shake your hand because I ain't going to lie. I was booing you let them right. When you first came out, he goes, but man, you totally changed me around and I give much respect to you. And it would be an honor if you let me buy you a beer. All right. You know, so like I'm going to say no to free beer.
0: Yeah, really. <laughs> really.
1: It depends what beer. But, you know. The beer. But the thing is, you know, I mean, I quit drinking in 2017 because uh, one of the midgets that I wrestled he died, and he was an alcoholic. And that was baby Chucky. And he, when he was sober, he was a damn good worker. But he would drink so much, he didn't know when to stop. And first match we did, we went at it. We were the first match, very first opening card match. We went out there. And we did our thing. We go in the back. I, I go, Hey, Chuck, I said, are you all right? You, I didn't stiff you or nothing, did I? He goes, no, 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 man, I'm good. I said, all right. I said, I just want to make sure you're all right, brother. I said, well, all right, take it easy. I'll be back. I got to go take a whiz. So I went to the bathroom I come back, I'm walking back in the dressing room and he's there and he mix, mix. when do we go on? Went, what? When do we go on? And I looked down I'm like really dude? He goes what? I said we already wrestled. We did? Yeah. So you know that right there is threw a red flag up i mean i couldn't i i wanted to hate this guy so badly because he had you know he had bad demons you know he he just couldn't shake him and i mean but the crowd loved this guy he he was barely able to do anything in the ring he was barely able to stand really but the crowd loved this guy. And me and the promoter, he called me not too long ago, and we are talking, and he, was, he goes, man, you ain't going to believe what I found in my vehicle. I said, what? He goes, I found one of Chucky's shoes. Said, really? He goes, yeah. Was it red? He goes, yeah. I said, man, that's the red Converse are the ones that I bought him. I said, really? yeah he goes wow he goes man i miss him i said dude i miss him so bad i said but the only thing i could not deal with is his drinking he he just didn't know when to say when and yeah i said and what got me the most is that he was so totally shit faced, and he got everybody in the damn bar Chucky, 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 and I'm like, really, this guy is totally gone. Don't even remember his name, and you guys are cheering this guy like no other. I'm like, it's scary, and even the promoter, like, man, I don't know what it was about him, but the crowd loved him, and they loved him to death. I mean, he even had two women that came up talking to him, and wanted to do a threesome with him, and he, uh, give me some beer and we we'll could talk. I'm like, God, dude. And I mean, I know for a fact, ten midget wrestlers have passed away, and. I'm 56 Mm -hmm. and these guys are way younger than me. Chucky was 23 when he passed away. Shit. And he, when I first met him, he was just 20. He was turning 21 and I seen the way he acted and all. And I said, how old are you? 21 guy. I'm like, dude. I said, you keep going this rate, you're not going to see 25. I said, I'm begging you, please limit yourself. Know when to say when. I'm begging you. And we're on tour, and uh, his mom called, I think, like the second day we're on tour and told us that Chucky was in the hospital and ICU, and he was on a ventilator. Mm And I think two days later, we're on the road again on tour, you know, going to the next venue. And she called the promoter and told us he's gone. And, it, it you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie, man. I cried. I cried like a bitch. Oh. Because I worked this guy for a year. I bought this guy his wrestling shoes. This guy... Had so much potential. But, you know, he had demons. You know, and everybody thinks that, you know, it's, you know, oh, man, your lifestyle has got to be great. You know, get to see these places, got to get to travel all over the place and all. That. Yeah. You know, it, it's got its perks. But there's more bad than there is good, because. You know, if you're hurt and if you don't wrestle. Then you lose your spot. Yep. You don't get to push, you know. And what got me is that, you know, I've seen guys. Hey, you need some painkillers, man? I got some. Like, no, I'm good. I'm I'm all right right now. I appreciate it though,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. you know. And they're like, hey, I got some. I I got some codeine ones. If you need some. I got some, you know, oxycodone. You know, if you need something, man, I'm like, well, oh, right now, man, I appreciate it, but right now, I'm okay. And you know, other, you know, it's either drugs, or drinking, or you know, doing something stupid. I mean, there was one guy that at a at one of the shows at the owner's At the owner of the bar's desk. The owner came in and he was sitting there snorting a line. Right on the owner's desk of the bar. I'm like, really, dude? I mean. You know, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do any drugs. And, you know. I'm good, you know. Yeah, it may take me a little bit longer than to get out of the bed than normal. I mean, there's been times where my wife had to get up and get me out of bed and even help me get dressed because I couldn't move. But I didn't have nothing in me. You know? And what's really weird about it is that I didn't wrestle for a period of time because I got seriously injured. And they even told me, you know, you're needing a hip replacement. Like, okay, you're needing. I said, yeah, you know, I was told I was going to need a hip replacement in 2010. And they're like, well, you're needing it now. You're bone on bone. So I'm like, okay. Let's do it then. And. They're like, well, we got, we're so, with the coronavirus going on and everything, and all everything was all slow and everything, you know. So, you know, I was like, wow. So I finally got it done. But I had to go through so much red tape. They had to do so many tests on me to make sure I didn't have any coronavirus or any tip of, you know, sickness whatsoever, even a cold or whatever. You know, and I'm like, man, I'm fine. You know, I, I, I got no congestion. I'm not, I'm able to taste stuff. I'm able to smell things. You know, I said, you know, you know, like, all right. So they finally scheduled it. But before that all happened, you know, I was, you know, I was off for a period of time with, from wrestling, you know, because of my injury and I was walking with the cane. And the promoter called me. He's like, Mex, got to have you on one more tour. I'm like, dude, that's what you said the last three times. I'm done. And he's like, come on, Max. He goes, bro, come on. I'll make it worth your while. I'm like, money talks, bullshit walks. I said, don't blow, don't blow smoke up on me, bro. And he tells me the amount, and I'm like, where do I meet you? And he tells me, and um, my wife comes downstairs in my man cave. She sees me getting my gear bag ready, and I'm packing it on. She's like, what are you doing? Going on tour? You're retired. Who was it? It was Harley. Did you tell him you were done? You're retired. I'm like, babe. She looked at me. She goes, you give me one damn good reason why I should let you. I said, and I turned around, looked at her. I said, he's giving me, and I told her the amount. And she looked down at the gear bag, and she looked down at me, and she goes, I hate that I love you. I'll pack your bag. Packed my bag and all. And I meet up with them. And I felt so bad for my wife because we just got married. Mm-hmm. And then two days before her birthday, Harley calls me and says, Hey, I'll be in a such-as-such Hopkinsville Walmart parking lot. Estimated time, such-as-such. Can you get there? I'm like, yeah. So, all right, so Tells me and I get out there I meet up with him He gives me the envelope, I count it Make sure it's the right amount Turn around, give it to my wife And he goes, now give her a kiss She'll never forget I, said, I always do, bro He goes, no because You're going to be gone for six months And I was like, oh my god I, turned around, I looked at him, I said, Harley He goes, bro, if I would have told you you would have been gone for six months, I know for a fact there was no way in hell could have got you. But he gave me the amount that he told me. I handed it to my wife. Like I said, we just got married. Still, you know, newlyweds. And then two days before her birthday, pow, I go on tour for six months. I felt so bad you paying cash, oh yeah, oh, so I was like
0: under the table,
1: tax free that was, yeah, but I mean, like I said, dude, I mean it it's hard, it was really hard there's there's a lot of sacrifices that we got to do do with, it. yeah, and, and you know people are like, oh wow, you get to go travel, you get to meet all these new other wrestlers, you get to do this, you get to do that, so, yeah, but I don't get to, you know, my youngest. The only thing that I got to see of my son, my youngest, was that he rode over and he said, Dada, that was it. Those were the only two times I got to see him. The next two times was when he graduated. 20 years, you know, almost 20 years later. And I got my son now. Finally, you know, and, you know. I live in Kentucky. I'm originally from Kansas City. I was told my mother broke her hip. And things turned kind of bad. They were moving her to ICU. And doctor said it wasn't looking good. And I got off the phone with my sister. I told my wife. My wife turned around and looked at me. She goes, you're off the next three days. I said, that's all I need to know. Grab my bag. I said, I'm going to go fill up the van, pack our bags. So we, she did. I filled up the van, came back, picked her up, and we went to Kansas City. 10-hour drive. I missed saying goodbye to my mom by 15 minutes. And, you know, it's hard for me. It's really hard. It's hard. And, you know, they, you know, these kids are, you know, these young guys are like, oh, man, you get to do that, that. Yeah. But there's a lot of sacrifices, bro, that you don't understand that I had to deal with. I went through, I lost two marriages because of this. They told me, no, it's either me or wrestling. And, you know, I ain't gonna lie. I was very young, and I always told him, you know, well, wrestling's never cheated on me. It's never treated me like shit. It's never, never, never wrestling has never ever acted like a bitch to to me. <laughs> so bye bye. You know, and you know, I I felt bad because I wasn't the husband. I should have been, you know, Yeah. and, you know, it's, it's rough. It was rough. You know, it has, I ain't going to lie. It has its perks, you know, you know, yeah, I won, you know, the, the cruiserweight title. You know, I was world tag champions. I was world mid champion, you know, and I, I, you you know, it was, it was just, I guess you could say I was just getting burned out living out of a, a, a duffel bag and living out of hotels and I wasn't able to sit down and enjoy dinner it's okay we got we got 15 minutes guys you go into Burger King or McDonald's or KFC or Burger King and you get what you want and get back in the van you got 15 minutes so there we go running you know try to Get something good to eat, fast food, but it was still food, you know, so yeah. had to do that. And then by the time we get out of the, the venue and everything, it's like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. There ain't no damn restaurants open at that time except IHOP or Huddle House and all.
0: Or and, entire, like a diner here and there.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, damn. So where do we go? A convenience store. You got to get one of those Chili dogs that you got to put in the microwave and nuke for a period of time or a regular hot dog that's been sitting there since that morning. And it's darker than me, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, I just. I'm so happy I'm not touring anymore because I I get tired of dealing with all the B.S., Because there was one midget woman and one midget guy that were together. And every single night they would fight. And it got to the point to where the the manager of the hotels, when we come back in, he would tell us, look, hey, I've already had complaints, phone calls of complaints on room such and such. And, you know, they're, my boss is like, oh, God, I know who it is, you know. And, you know, and then we next morning we get up and they call us. You know, hey, you guys got to get out of here. You know, you guys got 30 minutes to get out of here. Do what you got to do, but get out of here within 30 minutes or I'll call the cops. So we're like, crap. No. And like I said, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do any drugs or anything anymore. But, you know, why do I have to sacrifice my sleepy, my sleep for their fuck up? You know? Yeah. I mean, was there was awesome. one. I mean, some of the shit was totally stupid. There was one time that there was nobody in a hotel and we had our van and the trailer, which had the ring in it and everything else. Okay. So the, the guy that was, we call him the midget Wrangler, but Special K, he drove the van. Nobody's around. No, no vehicles whatsoever in there except the guy that's working at the hotel. So Special K parks the van sideways and takes up six parking places with this truck or the van and the trailer. We're there. We're asleep. Got to bed now. We sleep. Next morning. Yeah. Open up the door. Special case. Like, dude, we got 30 minutes to get out of here. Like, what the hell are you talking about? He goes, they're going to call the cops. For what? Because I parked illegally. I'm like, are you freaking serious? And so we had a bum rush. Boom. We go to the venue and I realize crap. I left. I have only one singling in my bag. And I said, man, I know I have more than that. Then I thought about it. Like, I left all my, my other wrestling gear in the hotel room. Yeah. So I spent, you know, I just wasted $380 in gear and it's gone. I was So pissed off about that, you know. Another sacrifice I had to deal with, you know, dealing with that, you know, and it's just a bunch of BS, bro, you know, and then to get, you know, Harley gets them to where, you know, he calls it a drunk midget carrying fee, where they, if they get so damn drunk, because people keep on buying their drinks, well, they ain't gonna say no to free liquor or beer. No, they ain't that stupid. Well, they get so damn drunk, they're, you know, on the bar store. And the owner sees him and tells the promoter, hey, you need to get him out of here or else i got to call the cops. I'm already back at the hotel. I've already taken my shower. I'm dried off. I'm in my comfy bed. And I'm talking to my wife on the phone. Beep. I said, hang on, babe. Hello? Hey, Mix. Hey, Harley. You back at the hotel? No. Hey, you got to come and pick up so-and-so. They're drunk, and the owner's want to call the cops on them. Like, Dude, come on, man. It's like 3.15, 30 in the morning.
0: What about, say, like, yes? How badly do you want me to? Yeah, and he goes, don't
1: worry, Max. I'll make it worth your time. I said, your ass better. So I go pull up. I'll open the vans, the side of the van doors. i go and pick that midget up, carry him on my shoulders. I look at Harley. He gives me a thumbs up. I throw him in the van, shut the, shut the doors. I go back to the hotel. I like, look, I got this drunk ass midget in the van. I'm not sure what room he's in. He said it was one Oh three. Yeah, that that's, His name's such and such. Yeah, that's him. All right. Yeah. That's 103. I said, is there any way that you can open the door for me so I could throw his drunk ass in his bed? They're like, yeah, I could do it for you. So they I have to follow him. Get to his room. They open the door. I carry his ass in there. I slam him on the bed. I said, stay there. And I shut the door. Now I go to my room, I take a picture and show, you know, I sent to Harley saying, you know, he's in his room, he's in his bed. If yep. he leaves, if he leaves his room at all, that's on his ass, not mine. You, did so, your you know, so Harley's like, okay. So next morning we get, get our money. Harley's like Here, 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 here. I got my money and he goes, all right. Each of you all got 50 bucks to pay Mex for what? I said because his ass came and got you, drunk ass midgets, and put got you out of trouble because you were gonna go to jail. And he took your asses back to the hotel and put your asses in your own bed. So give him the money. So heck, I was like, hell yeah, man, I'll make money. (laughs) You know, bring it, I'll make it rain. I tell him, you know, after that first time I did it, she said, shit, you know, three bills for just carrying midgets. Hell yeah. You know, one was so damn fat, I couldn't pick him up, so I used a dolly <laughs> and rolled <wrote, laughs> his ass to the room. <coughs> oh, wow. But like I said, man, I mean, I you got to take the good with the bad, bro. There's more bad than there is good. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. When I was bartending in the um, uh, strip clubs, right? Like he was saying, like, oh my god, that must be great. It's like once you know this, the how the tricks are done behind the curtains, once you know how the magic tricks are done, right? It's a, it's, it's all right. I guess he, I guess he tits. You can't say no to
1: that, right? I mean, you would believe, you would not believe how many women have a midget on their bucket list. Probably. I was at this one bar in Texas. We got done doing the show and everything. I changed out of my gear, got my clothes on, went out, mingled, took pictures, signed autographs. This one woman was a lesbian. She goes, I'm, I'm a lesbian now, but I'm really bi. I'm right. like, oh, okay. She goes, I've always wanted a Mexican, and I've always wanted a midget. I said, oh, yeah? She goes, yeah. I can have two in one with you. I'm like, yeah. Okay. She goes, look, my girlfriend, she's drunk off her ass. I'm going to take her home. I'll put her in her bedroom and I'll lock the door so she can't get out and I'll come back and I'll pick you up and then we'll do our thing. She goes, okay. I'm like, uh, okay. And as soon as I seen her leave and I seen her car take off, boy, I ran to the promoter like, dude, Give me the keys to the van or get me an Uber. Get my ass out of this, ho- this ho- bar right now. <laughs> he's like, why? <laughs> Crazy. This girl would have fucked me. Because she was, she w- Jesus
0: Christ.
1: She would work, let's put it this way. She worked her ass off. I mean, because she was stout. I mean, I think she probably would have had a bigger dick than I did. Wow! (laughs) so I'm like freaking out man I'm like man get me the hell out of here dude but like I said man I mean I don't know I told this story a thousand times over but we did a show in LSU Trojan Condom sponsored us the owner came out shook our hands and everything. You know, we're like, well, thank you, sir, for sponsoring us. He goes, oh, no problem. He goes, how many are there of you? There's five of us. Tell says, this apprentice, give me five. So apprentice goes five. Okay, takes off. He comes back a few minutes later. He's got his arms full. He's got one gallon bags, Ziploc bags full of condoms. Oh, wow! So he's giving them to us. The Ziploc bags gives me a whole Ziploc bag. Gives you know all these other guys, and I'm I'm sitting here and I'm looking at mine. I'm like, dude, I'm Catholic. I'm Mexican. We don't believe in birth control. I don't play with these. You know, I gave them to this one guy that would fuck anything that didn't have a sack on it. Like, dude, here, take mine. I don't need them. My wife's, you know. She's fixed. We have enough kids. You know, we don't need no more. We're good. I don't do that shit. He was all right, Max. Thanks. Well, I didn't know he was sitting by my by me. I didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. Well, he took both bags and he threw them. Well, when he did that, the bottom bag slid into my bag. And the other bag went over into his bag. Okay. I'm tired. I just want to get out of my gear and get the hell back to the hotel and get some sleep. So I don't even bother looking. I just take everything off, just throw it in my bag and zip it up. And I go back to the hotel next morning. I wake up, grab my bag, take off. I finally get home. I'm like, my My wife's like, you all right, baby? I said, yeah, I'm tired. She goes, you look like you wore out. I'm wore out as hell, babe. She goes, well, I know how you like your gear bag. Give me your gear bag. I'll go. I'll wash your clothes. Get it packed. And I'll put it right by the door so you'll be ready for the next time they give you a call. I said, thanks, baby. She goes, why don't you go ahead and lay down on the couch? I said, all right. So I lay in there. And I know it didn't even take me five minutes, but I was already out. And next thing I know, I hear, what the hell? And my wife does not cuss. She looks at you, Michael, what the fuck is this? And I open up my eyes and she's got a gallon, a Ziploc bag, a gallon Ziploc bag of condoms. And I looked at her, I looked, I looked at them, and I looked at her. Those ain't mine. She goes, they're in your bag. I said, now listen. She goes, explain this. I said, they were mine. She goes, I thought you said those fuckers weren't yours. Listen, they were given to me. Each one of us got one gallon Ziploc bag of condoms. I have you. I don't use them. You know that. I'm Catholic. We don't believe in birth control. That's why you're not on the pill. That's why I don't use condoms. You're fixed. We don't have to worry about that. So what the hell you got these fuckers for? I'm like, babe. I gave mine to such and such. How did you end up with these? I don't know. He might get he might be disribbing me. So, three days later, I get a call. It's him. Hey, you damn Indian giver. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about, Indian giver? Man, you took those condas back. No, I didn't. I said, he goes, man, I know I put them in my bag. I said, wait a minute. You were sitting by me, right? He goes, yeah. I said, let me see your bag. So he took a picture of his bag. I, we bought the same kind of gear bag at Walmart. <laughs> so I'm like, he goes, oh, my bad. I'm like, dude, you need to talk to my old lady because she thinks I, I'm i using these. Like, oh, let me talk to her. So he talks to her and everything. She looks at me. And she goes. You didn't put him up to it. I said, No, babe, I did not. He goes, No, he didn't do it. He goes, it's all me. And then he, he had a slide, one went under into his bag, and the other one slid over into my own bag. Okay. She's like, Well, because she's standing right there listening to me telling explaining to him and all. She goes, Well, I know you didn't tell him to say anything. I said, I didn't. He Well. Then we did a show in uh, Jackson, Mississippi. And my boss at the time, Puppet, may he rest in peace. He, uh, he goes to the bar owner, he goes, you got a strip bar close by? He goes, yeah, just a few blocks down the road. He goes, I want some valets to walk us out. So he got the bars, the strip bars number. He goes, I need, I need four women strippers to walk out midgets tonight i'll give them such and such amount that's okay cool i'll send them right over so this one comes to me she goes i'm supposed to walk you out tonight sir i'm like all right no problem i said look plain and simple if i'm beating up the guy you 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 get the crowd behind me cheering i said he started beating me up you just boo you know she goes okay i got it I said all right So she sat beside me. We go out there, do our thing, come back. She sits beside me. She said, I do good. I said, yes, sweetheart, you did great. All right, thank you. So we're done. I said, yeah, we're done. She's, you know, strippers, they just right then and there. Don't matter who's in the front room. It could be a priest. She still take her top off. Being a gentleman, I turned sideways where my back was to her. She takes off her bra, sits it on the back of her chair. It falls off. My gear bag is sitting between her chair and mine.
0: Here we go.
1: Flop. Part two. So, you know, didn't think nothing of it. I grabbed my gear, put it in there, zipped up the bag, went to the hotel, slept, came back. Kentucky and all. And my wife's in the bedroom and I'm in there and I zip my bag. She goes, well, give me your gear so we can wash it. All right. So I start pulling out my gear and I got all my gear out. And I see something in there and I'm like, what the hell is this? So I grab it and I'm looking I'm holding it up. It's a bra. (laughs) And my wife's like, uh, I looked at her. This ain't mine. She goes, well, I hope not. She goes, How did that bra get in your bag? I like, babe, I said, I'm not going to lie. There were strippers there to walk us out. I said, she was, she wanted to know if we were done. I told her, yeah. So she started taking her clothes off. I said, immediately I turned sideways. I had my back to her, so I couldn't see her. And she, she had to put it on the back of the chair and it fell off. Had to be looked at me and she goes I'll tell you right now if you're not cheating on me you're missing a damn good opportunity I mean this woman could have left me numerous number of times bro
0: yeah God bless her
1: God bless her. I mean that woman's I know I put her through hell she's a hell of a woman for her to deal with me and deal with my situations because when I first met her I told her, I said, look, I'm a professional midget wrestler. She goes, okay. I said, my lifestyle is not a normal lifestyle. I said, the best way for me to describe it, it's on the borderline of psychotic and exotic. So said, that's the only way I can explain it. And she's like, okay. And then she's Few years later, this all shit went down. She goes, Well, now I understand. You know, and I'm like, I said, God bless you, woman. I love you to death. But she goes, Why does it always happen to you? I said, I don't know. <laughs> you um, know, and uh, we we're in, uh, I think it was Michigan, and one of the guys, Call somebody, and he's like, "Damn, my mix, my phone died. Can I use yours?" I'm like, "Yeah, here." Gave him my phone. He goes, "All right, I'll give it back when I'm done." I said, "All right." So he goes off, starts talking to him, and I, you know, get it back. Got done doing the show. Pat my bag. Went to the hotel. Flew back home. My wife's sitting at home. I get, I walk in. She's sitting there folding clothes. How, you, how was the show, babe? Said, it was great. She goes, uh, "I left you a message." I said you did. She goes, "Yeah." I said, "Oh." So she's phone closed. Check check their voicemail. Two voice messages. Dude, hey, so and so, this is so and so. Just want to let you know the hotel's reserved next time you're in town and when you get off that plane that thing that's hanging between your legs I'm going to be on that (laughs) so and I'm like never heard this woman's voice never met this woman never didn't even know her name I never heard her name before so I'm like delete I hear my wife's message. Hey, baby, just wanted to let you know I'm thinking of you. Have a good night. Have a great show. Love you. Delete. End of messages. Set my phone down. My wife's phone close. She goes, So? I'm like, Yes, babe. She goes, Mind you, she don't cuss. Like, yes, dear. She goes, Who in the fuck was that bitch? I'm like, Babe, I don't know. <laughs> She goes, she said such and such. I'm the only one that calls you that. And I'm just going on. I'm like, babe, I honestly don't know. I've never met the woman. Two days later, <laughs> two
0: days
1: later the guy guy calls me Hey, Max, did so and so call you? How'd you know she called me? He goes, Oh, dude. She's the one I talked to when I borrowed your phone. Like, dude, she left a voicemail on my phone. Wife heard it. I said, and my wife heard it. Oh, shit. I was like, yeah. He goes, let me talk to the boss lady again. Wow. <laughs> so I give her the phone, and he's talking to her. He's telling her, you know, my fault. He had nothing to do with it. He don't even know the woman. That's that and the other. And she goes, All right. Gives me back the phone. I hang up. I said, thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Hang up. She looks at me, goes. Why? Why is it always you? Why? (laughs) You're missing every goddamn good opportunity to cheat on me. But why is it always you that gets the blame for it? I don't know.
0: Karma from past
1: life. I mean, I've been with her with going on 20 years. Wow. And I mean, God bless her. I love her to death. Believe it or not, she's shorter than I am. I'm four nine. But that's boss lady. <laughs> that's awesome. Yep. <laughs> no matter how you cut no, it. Yeah, plain and simple. I don't sugarcoat it. that's boss lady. You know, and this one promoter, he called me, he was wanting to know. He goes, You're you're retired, right? I'm like, Yeah. He goes, you know, we're having this huge battle royal. I'm like, yeah. You want a spot in it? I'm like, what? He goes, yeah. I said, dude, you know, I I can't do anything. Goes, I said, I would love to, but I'm not the one that gives you, gets the green light. You got to talk to boss lady. He goes, let me talk to her. So he's telling her all this and this and this and this and this. He goes, you guarantee me that? She looks at me. She goes, "God, I hate that I love you." Like, All right. He gives it back, gives me back my phone. He goes, "All right, bro, I'll see you in such and such day." And I said, "What?" He goes, "Yeah." I said, "All right, cool, bro." Hang up the phone. I looked at my wife. I said, "I'm back." She goes, "Hell no, you're not." <laughs> she goes, "I'll be." <laughs> Damn, if you get your back in that ring you're not getting in that ring whatsoever you're a manager and all I'm Like, oh. I said, fine I said better than nothing she said, that's right but like I said man it's just crazy shit
0: yeah.
1: well on that note we'll go end this episode
0: we're over the 60 minute time limit but good shit man good stories <laughs>
1: Brother, it's always great talking to you.
0: Always great talking with you. Next week, we'll definitely have someone on, and you and I can tackle
1: this person together. Awesome. Okay, man. You have a good one, sir. You too. You take care of yourself. Will do. Bye.